So welcome to the Quality of Mind Transforming Business podcast. This is where we explore the new game-changing understanding that can unlock new levels of performance, resourcefulness, and well-being in the workplace. Join us if you want to be part of the new breed of leaders in business. Join us if you're fed up with the conventional echo chamber. And join us if you want to be part of the new revolution in understanding how the mind works and recognize that we are more than just our psychology and that that can lead to better results. Hello and welcome to the Quality of Mind Transforming Business podcast series. And today's episode is another one in our Looking At series where we take relevant organizational topics and we look at them from the lens of quality of mind. And today we're going to be looking at psychological safety. We're going to have a look at what psychological safety is and then explore it through the lens of the understanding of quality of mind. So what is psychological safety? Well, as a phrase, I think it's been around sort of since sort of the 1960s, but it's really grown in use in the last 10 years, particularly uh, after Google did a study starting in 2012 where they were trying to find what made the best team, what made the perfect team. And they discovered that teams really flourished in psychologically safe environments. And the, the phrase has become more and more used and popular uh, since then. So what is it referring to? According to the Harvard Business School professor, Amy Edmondson, it's psychological safety is a belief that you will not be punished or humiliated or judged for speaking up with your thoughts, your ideas, your questions, your concerns or your mistakes. Uh, it's not about necessarily being nice to everyone or accepting and adopting everyone's views, but it's about creating a climate, a context where people feel safe to express themselves to question things, to be vulnerable, etc., etc. So that is broadly what is being referred to by psychological safety. And what the studies have found is that environments or teams where people feel that psychological safety, there's higher degrees of performance, well-being and resourcefulness and therefore bottom line performance. So that, of course, leads the business world or the organizational world to ask the question, how can we have some more of that, please? And uh, in the usual way that uh, things happen, it's been looked at and then attempted to be reverse engineered to create the conditions, the processes, uh, the behaviors, the attitudes that lead to psychological safety and therefore that increase in uh, employee well-being and performance. Now, let's just get behind it for a moment here because psychological safety is just a term that is referring to uh, a cluster, if you like, of behaviours, attitudes and feelings and thoughts people might have in the organisation. So what are we really talking about? Because if you think about it for yourselves now and when you hear the description of psychological safety, you can probably think of times when you've been in a team or an environment or a project where you have felt that, where you have felt it's okay to say what you think without fear of judgment or uh, too much consequence. And you might well have had times when you haven't had that. 
feeling. And you did all of that without knowing literally what psychological safety is. So if we try and look at some of the attributes that sit behind it, that might give us a better clue as to how we're going to get some and what gets in the way of it. So a a lovely little uh, description I heard from that Harvard Business School professor Amy Edmondson was that psychological safety really requires humility, curiosity, and empathy from people, from leaders, from teammates. So that's humility, curiosity, and empathy. Because if that is there, then people are much more likely to listen with an open mind, to express themselves freely, to ask questions and those questions be met with curiosity rather than judgment. People are going to have humility so they can be vulnerable to say when they got it wrong and when they got it right. Um, They're going to understand uh, other people's perspectives with their empathy and connection. So really it's a symptom of having high degrees of humility curiosity and empathy. Now, from a quality of mind perspective, this plays right into what we talk about with quality of mind because some of the attributes that just organically and naturally pop out when people have an understanding of quality of mind are things like humility, curiosity and empathy. They are just how the human being tends to be when it's in a high quality of mind, when it's in what we would describe as an open aperture. That's just how we are. It's kind of innate. It's inherent in who we are. So if that's the case, how come it's not more prevalent in the workplace? How come people talk about it being missing? How come we have to work hard to create the processes, conditions and environments of where it's there? If it's so innate and organic and inherent, what's in the way? Well, as with all things quality of mind, what's in the way is our conditioned mind, our psychology. Our psychology creates self-identification with narratives and stories and layers and lids and all the things that make us more what we would describe as psychologically alert and the system, the limbic system pops into fight or flight mode. And when we're in those apertures, those more contracted apertures, our propensity for humility, curiosity and empathy decreases. The capacity is always there, but our likelihood that we're going to be experiencing humility and curiosity and empathy start to dissolve as our aperture contracts. And it just so happens that the way a lot of organizations are run through their leadership and their culture triggers people into that psychologically alert um, fight or flight, which contracts the aperture and therefore reduces humility, curiosity and empathy, therefore reducing psychological safety, which creates the vicious circle continuing and perpetuating. So really, the lack of psychological safety is a direct symptom and consequence of how organizations are run using pressure, fear, success metrics that people feel they get validation from, etc., etc., through the busyness that people don't have time to listen and be present. All of those things that seem to be part of the day-to-day of how leadership and organizations are run lead us to have that slightly more contracted aperture, which leads us to have a lack of psychological safety, which then vicious circles the problem to continue. And at one level, it is that simple. Now, on this short podcast, I'm not going to get into what do we point to at quality of mind, which allows us to have the aperture being more open 
and us not to buy into all those narratives. There are other podcasts that I'll put in the show notes that will help you do that. But what you start to see when we get into that is that really psychological safety is kind of an oxymoron. Because when we truly understand the mind and what we are, you realize it's a misnomer. Um, But that's for you to explore through other podcasts or, of course, just drop us a line and uh, can help you have that conversation with you one to one. But for now, I want to point your attention to the idea that what psychological safety is and what a lot of organizations uh, seem to be lacking now is at the very heart of being human in business. And when we are in that higher quality of mind, when we are in that higher aperture, uh, more expanded aperture, psychological safety is there. And actually the need for it dissolves. So psychological safety is another symptom that we're kind of getting it wrong. The fact that it's been thingified as a thing that organizations need to seek and people are reporting not happening is another symptom that we're running the system in the wrong way. And I mean the system in terms of how we run our minds and symptomatically how we're running organizations and how we think we get the best out of everything. So if you can just take a moment now to pause for yourselves to see that the answer to this psychological safety question is really the same problem and answer as to many other challenges and situations that organisations find themselves in around um, employee burnout, not having motivated staff, presenteeism, mental health issues, lack of creativity and innovation, etc., etc. It's actually all part of the same system, the same problem. And at one level, the situation of how to solve that is quite simple. That doesn't mean it's easy because people are going to have to press pause on what they know currently and step out of that paradigm. But it's all up for grabs. It's all possible. Now, if you'd like to explore this more for yourself and to understand it more for your context or organization, then please do let us know. We'd be very happy to have a one-to-one conversation with you. Or just leave us a comment or some feedback or an insight. You can do that through the details in the show notes, through an email, through Telby, for whatever is the best way to get in contact because we'd love to explore this with you. So as usual, have fun being curious and look forward to hearing from you soon. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast and want to know more, check out our website at qualityofmind.biz and also feel free to reach out and leave us a review or a comment. Until next time, have fun being curious. Curious.